Hare Krishna. Just trying to set this thing up properly. Om Gyanati Manandasya Gyanandana Salakya Shakshur Militam Yena Tasmai Se Gurvenama Shichetanamano Bistam Stampitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupakadamayam Dadati Swapadantikam Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Siyatvaita Gadana Srivasadi Gaura Bhaktivinda So today is my uh, my final talk in this series from the great treasury of Western thought. And uh, I want to speak only about uh, positive things today. So uh, let's look at uh, success. I'll type in some keywords. So, he will be successful who directs his actions according to the spirit of the times and whose actions do not accord with the times will not be successful because men are seen in affairs that lead to the end which every man has before him, namely glory and riches, to get there by various methods, one with caution, another with haste, one by force, another by skill, one by patience, another by its opposite, and each one succeeds in reaching the goal by a different method. One can also see of two cautious men, the one attain his end, the other fail, and similarly two men by different observances are equally successful, the one being cautious, the other impetuous. All this arises from nothing else than whether or not they conform in their matent to the spirit of the times. Machiavelli, Prince 25. Hmm. Yeah, what to do with uh, Machiavelli? Uh, Machiavelli is speaking about how to take advantage of material circumstances to obtain material material objectives, uh, which is not something we are particularly uh, interested in, uh, as far as we are concerned. Uh, we, uh, we say the material world is a temporary place. So why strive for glory and wealth on the material plane? Hardly uh, uh, strive for spiritual glory and spiritual wealth. That's another matter. And then uh, any time is suspicious for that. Then one doesn't need to worry about the opportune time because the Supreme Lord is all-pervading, all-present, and therefore it doesn't matter. Any time is good to look for spiritual glory and spiritual wealth. Because any time a Supreme Lord is present. Oh. And oh my dear Machiavelli, uh, just for your information, uh, 
in Italy, we have a villa which used to belong to you, which is now turned in a temple. Um, and therefore, even you are sharing uh, now in the benefit of that, that golden opportunity and the time, uh, the time has become auspicious because now Krishna is present in that place. And so, even working retrograde, even working into the past, uh, even those who in the past had a connection with this villa will get some benefit. Just see. All right, the next one. The world is like a drunken peasant. If you lift him into the saddle on one side, he will fall off on, on the other side. One can't help him, no matter how one tries. He wants to be the devils. Mm. Yeah, well, what to do? Um, due to the influence of the age of God, um, man has degraded to this point that... Um, man wants to give in to um, his lower nature and to the, uh, yeah, just the base pleasures instead of uh, giving in to higher ideals in life. But by good association, uh, one can change because such desires simply come from, from poor association. But if we create good association of groups of devotees who are dedicated to uh, worship of the Supreme Lord and, de and developing saintly qualities, then that is also that can awaken a desire in the heart of others um, to also come to that platform. Okay, let's look at. Uh, success well no. look again mm-hmm No list of successes can bestow so much happiness as their diminution will cause annoyance. Cicero, Disputations, 146. Well, so he says the, uh, the amount of happiness one can get from success is, doesn't compare to, to, the, to the suffering that one gets from, from when success is, uh, is broken down and the annoyance, it says here. So, uh, yes, um, that confirms, in a way, the Bhagavad Gita, which puts the emphasis on suffering in the material world and not on enjoyment uh, and calls this world a place of suffering. Yeah. what to do.
if soul if souls came from anything but a natural succession and had been something else outside of the body they would have a memory of their first experience considering the natural faculties that are proper to them of reflecting reasoning and remembering from montaigne essays 11 12 apology for yeah, Raymond Sebond. So that's uh, something we cannot uh, really appreciate uh, um, from Montaigne because um, I consider this jumping to conclusions, right? With like not considering that there may be factors at work that one cannot oversee. So he's jumping to conclusions. Uh, if souls came from anything but a natural succession, in other words, from, from a evolution, and had been something else outside the body, being a soul, they would have a memory of their first existence. Not necessarily, because there may be forces that suppress that memory, uh, as we cannot remember previous lives. And life after life, we have already been in the material world. Anadi Bahriyamukha, since time immemorial, it is said. Yes. So, according to the Vedic literature, we've been in the material world since time immemorial. There is no, no memory of it. It is that far back, that original moment. So, here we back to differ. Hmm. All right, let us carry on. In a certain sense, all dreams are convenience dreams. They serve the purpose of continuing sleep instead of waking. The dream is the guardian of sleep, not its disturber. The wish to sleep, <laughs> to which the conscious ego had adjusted itself and which represents the ego's contribution to the dream, must always be taken into account as a motive of dream formation. And every successful dream is a fulfillment of his wish. Freud, interpretation of dreams. Uh, it depends, again, on the state of consciousness. Uh, a person in the, uh, in the mode of ignorance may indeed uh, want to prolong sleep. Uh, a person in the mode of passion also to an extent, yeah? and then wants to wake and enjoy in wakeful state. But a person in goodness is seeing sleep as, as a waste of time. And uh, one in passion may also see it as a waste of time. And a person in goodness wants to just um, uh, reflect on higher meaning in life. So, this is also not something we can really uh, universally apply. Mm -hmm. Nor again is he men and colored and changeable, 
For neither will he be moved from his happy state easily, or by any ordinary misadventures, but only by many great ones. Nor if he has had many great misadventures, will he re recover his happiness in a short time. <laughs> but if at all, only in a long and complete one, in which he has attained many splendid successes. Yes, yeah, so from fortune, uh, or from misfortune to success, is going to take an effort. It's not just going to, uh, to be happening without any, uh, any effort, and, and then there has to be uh, a series of successes. Uh, this is uh, this is um, yeah it's it's clear but um, in spiritual life right there always is success that is the point because there always is spiritual advancement so in this way one can see every moment becomes a moment of success one begins to uh, to appreciate that uh, everything we do gives eternal spiritual benefit. So in this way, we have overcome the, uh, the element of failure. Um, even if it is not the greatest success, always, again, but success is always part of the action. Sometimes there's more success, sometimes there's less success, but always success. Okay, that's a word I get a lot on succession. Load more. Success. What is this? Military success. Lacedaemonian envoys. If great enmities are ever to be really settled, you think it will be, not by the system of revenge and military success, but by forcing an opponent to swear to a treaty to his disadvantage. But when the most fortunate combatant waves these, his privileges to be guided by gentler feelings, conquers his rival in generosity and accords peace on more moderate conditions than he expected. From that moment, instead of the debt of revenge, which violence must entail, his adversary owes a debt, a debt of generosity to be paid in kind, and is inclined to honor, uh, to stand in his agreement. And men often act in this uh, manner towards their greatest enemies. Then, where the quarrel is of, then where the quarrel is of less importance, they are also by nature as glad to give way to those who first yield to them, as they are apt, provoked by by arrogance to risk. Con condemned by their own judgment. Mm. 
This is Thucydides from the Peloponnesian War, 419. And yeah, in this relation, uh, in, in relation to this, we have the story of Bali Maharaj who says that when your enemy comes to the door, you should receive him in such a way that he forgets all his enmity. So yes, this is what we uh, are striving for, um, to, uh, to overcome, yes, uh, all enmity by uh, by overwhelming people with kindness huh? and and gradually some faith will develop there that is what is needed mm. okay let's look oh an unjust peace is better than a just war cicero at Atticum 7.14. Well, that's not the message of the Bhagavad Gita. Huh? And it's also maybe not the message of the uh, Second World War, where, uh, where D-Day uh, was uh, a major battle, but in the end uh, freed people of the cruel... Nazi, Nazi uh, regime. Mm. And so in the same way, uh, Duryodhan was a ruler who was materialistic, who would not uh, engage people in spiritual life. Uh, Arjuna was asked to fight so that Yudhisthira could take over the throne, uh, who was the elder brother. And with Yudhisthira on the throne, Everything became auspicious. Hmm. How rightly do we distinguish men by external appearances rather than by internal qualities? Which of us too shall have precedence? Who will give place to the other, the least clever? But I'm as clever as he. We should have to fight over this. He has four lackeys, and I have only one. This can be seen. We only have to count. It falls me to yield, and I'm the fool if I contest the matter. Hmm. By this means we are at peace, which is the greatest boons. Pascal Pansé. Well, some things touch the heart and some things uh, don't. So this didn't uh, really touch me. Uh, yeah. So in our East, in our dialogue with uh, Western thinkers, who have all come up with, uh, with many relevant points, I have uh, simply responded from a Vaishnav platform. And looking at the world, 
clearly with uh, Vedic glasses and then particularly in the context of bhakti. Um, sometimes giving general Vedic knowledge, like when we describe the three modes of material nature, when we describe the eternity of the soul, um, but we are, uh, yeah, we are also We're also facing in, in that a lot of the uh, comments of, of the various thinkers remains in the mundane realm. And, uh, and we'll each time are looking at it from the spiritual perspective. Therefore, uh, our discussion is really uh, an informal one and is taken as an opportunity to, uh, to uh, highlight the bhakti tradition and to, uh, um, to reveal more about the bhakti tradition. That is uh, our first uh, principal interest in these discussions. Um, so let's look a little further. If it must needs be that all men, so long as they are mortal, are also miserable, we must seek an intermediate who is not only man but also God, that by the interposition of his blessed mortality he may bring men out of their mortal misery to a blessed mortality. In this intermediate two things are required, that he become mortal and that he do not continue mortal. He did mortal not rendering the divinity of the word infirm, but assuming the infirmity of flesh. Neither did he continue mortal in the flesh, but rather it from the dead, for it is the very fruit by his meditation that those for the sake of whose redemption he became the mediator should not abide eternally in bodily death. We therefore, wherefore it, therefore it became the mediator between us and the God and God to have both a transient mortality and a permanent blessedness that, that by that which is transient he might be assimilated to mortals and might translate him from mortality to that which is permanent Augustine city of God uh, 915 yeah so it is like uh, in the Christian theology and there's a lot about God appearing in the flesh um, in the uh, Vaishnav understanding, the Lord appears as avatar. He descends. 
And when he descends, he can descend in various ways. One way is there's the Vishnu Tattva expansion where the Lord appears in spiritual bodies and not into the flesh, but he fully appears in a spiritual form and then performs pastimes or instructions or uh, protects the devotees, annihilates the demons. These kind of things are going on. Um, we see examples of such uh, such personalities, um, such forms of Vishnu. Then there is the Shakti Avesh avatar, which is the incarnation of living beings uh, who are in the flesh, who are in a material body, and yet divine divinity is manifesting to them. This is called Shakti Avesh, that the supreme divine energy is now manifesting to a living being who is otherwise in the flesh. Yeah. So, uh, that is possible, and we also accept Jesus Christ as such a Shakti Avesh avatar, uh, as a living being, a spirit soul, but who has become uh, an empowered instrument of the Supreme Lord, and in that way fully transparent to the Supreme Lord, and in that way uh, the full spiritual potency of the Lord can manifest through him. Hmm. Okay, let's see what else we can find. Purity. What inform is the grossest sensuality into purity and devotion? The generative energy, which, when we are loose, dissipates and makes us unclean, when we are continent, invigorates and inspires us. Chastity is the flowering of men, and what are called genius, hero heroism, holiness, and the like, are but various fruits which succeeded. Man flows at once to God when the channel, to, channel of purity is open. By turns, our purity inspires and our impurity casts us down. He is, blessed, he is blessed who is assured that the animal is dying out in him day by day and the divine being established. Perhaps there is none but has the cause for shame on account of the inferior and brutish nature to which he is allied. I fear that we are such gods or demigods only as fawns and satires. The divine allied to beasts, the creatures of appetite, and that to some extent our very life is our disgrace. Hmm. Okay, so we're talking about the higher nature, the lower nature, and when we, when we are actually taking up the whole lower nature, we are taking up the divine nature. Uh, the Bhagavad Gita in the 13th chapter lists qualities, divine qualities, and the, uh, also the uh, lower qualities. I can quickly open that up for you. Mm -hmm. 
Bhagavad Gita 13, there we go. So that humility, pridelessness, non-violence, tolerance, simplicity, approaching a bona fide spiritual master, cleanliness, steadiness, self-control, renunciation of the objects of sense gratification, absence of false ego, the perception of the evil of birth, death, old age and disease, detachment, freedom from entanglement with children, wife, home and the rest, even-mindedness, amid pleasant and unpleasant events, constant and unalloyed devotion to me, aspiring to live in a solitary place, detachment from the general mass of people, accepting the importance of self-realization and philosophical search for the absolute truth. All these I declare to be knowledge. Besides this, whatever may be, is ignorance. Okay. So, uh, yeah, a long list of, of qualities um, that are of, of a divine nature. Um, so, whereas the base qualities of lust, greed, anger, uh, madness, illusion, envy are the, are the qualities of, uh, of the lower nature. So, um, when in the association of saintly persons, then we can cultivate and develop divine qualities. And that is our objective, uh, to increase such association in the world and to increase such qualities into the world. And then we can uh, successfully, um, successfully, uh, um, complete our uh, yes our mission in life okay I uh, I'll close it today because my brain is getting a little tired um, I think I need a little bit of, of rest uh, before I can carry on so uh, tomorrow I will give a little epilogue on this topic to sort of uh, close it and uh, and then uh, all these lectures will be transcribed and we'll uh, make a little book out of this uh, and and hope that uh, yeah these these discussions will be of some use I uh, thank you all very, very much. Hare Krishna.